Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J Okerson. And welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Yes, indeed, everybody. We are the working men. Well, today... And then not again until the week after Thanksgiving. I'm Big J. Okerson. This is the Bonfire, everybody. Faction Talk Series XM 103. Uh, Dan's off today doing billions. It's the big Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving scene has to shoot, where all the investment companies come together to break bread one time. I think. I don't know. I'm a little behind on the show. (laughs) Is that what happened, Lou? You don't watch it. No, I don't watch it. We're all too dumb to watch it. <laughs> you know what's great about Dan? He knows we're too dumb to watch it and doesn't bust our balls for not knowing the stuff. Mm. Right, right. Which is very cool of him. Yeah. It's very cool. I just think it's a shit show. I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? I just think it's a bucket of shit. <laughs> no, it's a great show. I just yeah, it I, is I don't know the, I don't understand anything happening ever. Is Dan? I don't even know if Dan's a good or bad guy. Is he a bad guy? No, he's actually a super good guy. I heard. No, no, he is. He is a good guy. Like, like to the point where he gets it. pawned a lot. He gets like, yeah. they use him to play on other people. I watch it. I have a loose idea of the storyline. <laughs> Dan's my fee. And then it all kind of spirals outward from there. <laughs> Sitting in for Dan today for our last show before the holiday, of course. It's got to be family, everyone. From the Taste Buds podcast and opening, can we say? Yeah. Opening, grand opening. Black Friday, everybody, after you get done fist-fighting someone for a PlayStation 4 deal, <laughs> feel free to pop on over to Joey fucking Rose's Sandwich Shop. Yeah. Stanton Rivington? 174 Rivington, just past Clinton. Hell Full yeah, bar, dude. Sandwich Shop. We open at 12 p.m. on Black Friday. We're doing crazy Black Friday specials. It's going to be a scene. One for eight or two for 16. Oh, the sa- oh, that, I see what you're doing. The sandwiches are $8. Or two for 16 two for just, Happy 16. Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do some, some wild drink specials on oh, Black dude, Friday. I hope some fucking fun. wacky moms come in, dude. Who knows? What yeah. if after fights break out because they see someone got the little robot toy for their son they want? The, the Black- they bring it to us? Isn't it great the Black Friday deals was supposed to be about shopping for the kids and getting the deals for the kids? It is now just like, how do you furnish your home and everything on that day? I mean, it's... 
it's, the, it's not it's, for I think presence is the least of the things people are busting in for. It depresses me more. The videos of Black Friday I find more depressing, like about humanity to watch than like the storming of the Capitol. Even like when I watch, how I people, think they're similar. Yeah, when I watch people how they behave at the Target door, I'm just like, this is this is disgusting, man. And it never stops, even though to stop it, everyone's going like, guys, guys, we'll give you the same deal online. <laughs> And they go, in fact, if you just wait a couple days, we'll give you maybe a better deal on Monday after it. And they're like, no, I want to punch a neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> no, I need yeah. to slip and slide that bad. That yeah. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to kick my old lady neighbor in the cunt just yeah. to get in that door faster. I'm not competing with those bots. I'm going to the door myself. We have the crew all here. Well, we've, of course, got Jacob Batat down in Flow Rider. And we have our DJ Lou here. Well, D Gay Lou, now that we know. Mm hmm. Don't, don't embarrass me in front of our guest. He, I mean, our host. He doesn't. Yeah, he's our host. You know, he's going to give the number later. I had a gay experience, Joe. Let's not get into when, it. When now? No, it wasn't a gay experience <laughs> no. per se. Yeah. But he was not running from what he knew was leading up to a gay experience. He bailed last second, and the reason he bailed, my belief, no booze. <laughs> also, one of them whipped out his huge cock. How recently? Three weeks ago. Four. What? 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 What happened? Uh, two guys uh, invited me. Uh, they live near the bar. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> you just sort of understand this. Let me, let me, let me give it right a thing. Right off the bat. Yeah. Yes, he was hanging out. He was kicking it with these two gay dudes at the bar for some reason. Use the word mm -hmm. nightcap, please. Uh, they asked him if he wanted to come back for a nightcap at their place, oh, which means... God, Lou, come on. Fucking dick in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. That means if any couple says you want to come back to our place, I'm like, I know what's about to happen. Yeah, you're going to ask me to fuck your wife in front of you or fuck her with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so slight of Bill. These two little twerps, I just didn't see it coming. Hey, listen, it was unfathomable. Don't, don't, don't take your discomfort with your own sexuality out on these guys. Yeah. Call them twerps. Oh, they were so slight. I yeah. thought about it, and I oh. discounted it, and I never did anything. Would you have liked a larger man? To make you feel uh, feminine? Is that the problem? These a larger guys... man wouldn't have let me leave. Well, wait, so what happened? <laughs> so, well, By the way, Joe, yesterday he said he could have smashed their heads in if he had to, so he wasn't the least bit yeah. worried Just about Just know them. that he didn't. Instead, <laughs> I got instead he, he watched him jack off for a minute and split. It's very interesting. The majority of gay bashing comes from latently homosexual men. True that. That can't accept themselves. That's right. Lou. What are you running from, dude? Yeah. I, I don't know. They let me leave, so nobody got hurt. Are you worried that your twin, Nobody. your twin, wouldn't accept it? <laughs> so wait, you—they started whacking in front of you. One did. One, one did. His his bedroom door was conveniently opened. Joe, listen to this line. First, let me introduce everybody. Of course, we got Christine. We got Christine here, and of course, our Black Tiger, the Black King, Lewis Johnson. <clears throat> Who, I don't know if he's even friends with Lou anymore after hearing this gay story. Yeah, it is weird now. I mean, more power to Lou you, Lou. can't go back to the hood and tell people about his friend Lou who gets <laughs> seduced by two men in a bar. Yeah. Uh, he went home with them, because they were having, on the way there, they said, we, we're going to get him. And he goes, <laughs> and, Joe, and, and Lou goes, ah, come on, guys, you don't mean that. What are you going to do? Uh, Lou thought his two choices there were to go, come on, guys, or give them, quote unquote, a knuckle sandwich. Oh, Jesus, Lou. And he chose to just keep walking with them into their house, of which when they got there, the whole thing was about a nightcap. They didn't own booze. They didn't oh. have any booze in their house. Jesus. So Lou, Lou sat there for a while. It wasn't a while. One, one goes... One goes, we don't know how long it was. Mm -hmm. like, neither do you. I, know. I don't know. Time stopped. Yeah. There's a web of lies here. <laughs> the one goes into the bedroom mm -hmm. of their beautiful gay apartment mm -hmm. with the door open and lays on the bed. And then he just goes, 
Who was sitting next to you? Bruce. Little Bruce. He goes, <laughs> little Bruce was next to him, and Big Chris was in the bathroom. And little Bruce, uh, Big Chris goes, little Bruce, I'm bored. And he goes, why don't you jerk off, bitch? And then Big Chris goes, good idea, and pulls out a wallop hog and starts beating it. And then Lou says, brazen, brazen approach. It wasn't brazen at all. I don't think it was brazen at all. A man came back to their house, outwardly on the street, a seemingly straight man, talking listen, all that shit outside, but he still came in. Don't miss, listen, don't mi don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not saying they shouldn't have thought that they were going to fuck Lou. Yeah. Lou was giving out all the signals. All oh, the he right was, vibes. He was teasing. He's a cock tease. He's asking, he, he, let's be honest, he was asking for it. The, uh, but brazen just meaning the way they hatched the plan was Like, I've been in scenarios that I thought were going to lead to threesomes. I wouldn't be like, start jerking off, bitch. You <laughs> you know, like, I agree you gotta, with you. I agree yeah. with you. There's, there, yeah. there's little tact in it. However, Lou was in a point of the situation of, like, he's there already. These guys made it seem... They were pretty clear at this point that the plan of nightcap was over. What time was this? Bar closed at 2, so around 2.15. Lou, what are you doing? They were Cock-teasing these little billies. They were four houses. <laughs> all around Jersey. <laughs> you know what it's like when you need one more drink, Joe. You're telling me you know what it's like. You don't like. have booze in your house? I don't know. Maybe I'll, no. I'll futz around with your wieners a little bit. How much booze you got? <laughs> Holy you shit. Futz? You want to futz with it? How shit-faced were you? No, not not that much at all. Because I had my wits about me. Nothing happened. Shit-faced. <laughs> now I'm starting to think maybe you were <laughs> so shit-faced sure you don't want to tell us you did something. Uh, that's what I think. You think it happened? Yeah, I think. And this is just like half truth to get us to move on. Yeah, this is half truth about the like, half no, no, chubby. Goes, no, right dude, but you guys were right though, right? It was almost <laughs> gay, right? Could you imagine? Yeah, dude. Wouldn't that be so crazy if it was that gay? If oh I was my that god, gay, dude. That'd if be they nuts. both, if they both came on what they called my moobs. <laughs> he said they were both great looking. It was very flattering, and that's why he stayed. He wanted the compliments. All right. I just wanted to have some gay conversation. What's wrong with you people? What is the current Latina woman you think saying that she's dating Amadi Khan? <laughs> oh, shit. She doesn't know about it. She doesn't listen to the show? No. She can't figure out American radio? <laughs> Brad, are you back with the the ex-girl? No, different Latina. Okay. No, he had to find someone else to yell at him with a knife all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed this white girl's not yelling at me with a knife. <laughs> what, what town do you live in again? Uh, Clifton, New Jersey. I was I grew up uh, in Teaneck, New Jersey. Oh, so it's hood. All right, all I grew right. Up near the hood. Yeah, where a man wasn't able to express himself as That's freely. Right, right. We don't as it didn't come out of the closet back then. Yeah. you've been called. You've been called names. Maybe attacked. There's a different time. Yeah, we don't get a lot of diversity. But then that young boy, that young sheltered boy, comes to the big city. Mm -hmm. To remind you of when you and uh, your twin brother Will were exploring your bodies when you were younger. Mm -hmm. Did it make you feel like that when you guys would compare wieners in a room? How close are you with your twin brother? We live together. Well, that's to me, that's a signal right there. It's goddamn right. I'm convinced Fucking anybody. Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh... all right. It's fine, Lou. You're gay. Who cares? I'm not. I so wish what, I was. Dude? I'd be more interesting so if I what? were. Dude, so what to save time you and your brother shower together? It's the same body. <laughs> talking about bath time? And so what if you guys wash each other's bodies? It's the same thing. You guys have the same yeah. blood coursing through your veins. When I kiss him, it's just like my own spit. Yeah, it's like you're kissing. It's like you're practicing <laughs> kissing yourself. <laughs> I love I, to touch I myself. I keep wondering. <laughs> oh, God. I keep wondering if there was a bottle of booze there. What?
how things would have been. Am I right? That is the thing. We all know, Jacob. We, we know all the come down to the. We all have all come down to if there was booze there. Lou would have hung through that jerk sesh at least. At least. I didn't even see. I don't even know if he jerked. I just saw an erection pointing straight up. But you, you saw a massive erection, yeah. which takes a it takes a bit of an ogle to so, get there. How did you get out of there? I just walked out and I said, maybe you guys are both good looking guys. You maybe you should just fuck each other. Bye. They're a couple. Yeah, but like they were bored of each other, obviously, or they wouldn't need this big bear in their house. That's not true. It doesn't mean they're bored of each other. It means they were trying to get some fresh meat, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they like to get a straight gay like you to succumb to their yeah. whims. They want to slap your white ass and leave a handprint on it. <laughs> it's just because I'm gullible. It's not because uh, yeah, dude. I'm a prize in the gay community. No, you knew it was happening. No, I didn't. <laughs> you knew it was going down, dude. That really happening did, again. Dude. I'm wise now, motherfucker. Maybe short... you saved. Maybe they were crazy. Maybe they would have fucked you and then killed you and buried you in a wall or something. <sighs> I thought maybe they were drug addicts or something. Like you were something, hoping something they were drug fun. addicts. Yeah, something fun. Of all the outcomes of the story, the real ending is the worst one, that Lou just leaves. That's the worst of all the endings. I said if I was there, if I was already at that point, I'm not gay, and I'm not going to try gay shit. However, at that point, deep in enough were for the story, I'm going to be like, oh, they just fucked in front of me, and I just sat in the living room. I'd stay for that because it'd be like hilarious to tell that. You would try gay shit, though, because you, you you wanted to kiss me on Dan Dunn's podcast last week, and I said no, and you got, like, offended. Yeah, you're what? the gay one. Do you not remember that? <laughs> you were, I mean, you were double-fisted, truly. <laughs> yeah, but that was the first thing of the night. It was 6 p.m. Yeah, but you were... you were. I can tell I can tell when you're a little tuned no, up. I wouldn't make out with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> they were saying it on the thing, and I was going, I'm not making out with Jay. No way. And then I think I probably was just letting that be the case. I wouldn't make out with you. And then you were like... Cool. And then you were like... Now I'm offended. I feel like Joe like thinks I'm ugly or something. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I think being, he would have done it. being hilarious. What do you think, Evans? Do you think he would have done it? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hesitant. No? no it I is hesitant. I don't know. I think... She could answer uh, honestly if you think I would. I'm just not, in Jay, bias. I'm not, I'm not homophobic Jay, at all. But Jay no, makes out for funny. You've made out with Lewis for funny. Yeah. That's what I'm so saying. So you thought it yeah. was going to be like the funniest thing. I don't know if that's- I'm just saying in my mind, I don't know if that situation yeah. was a thing of being the funny, because Dan's- audience was definitely not like a wild audience <laughs> i'm all. saying i wouldn't even make out for funny oh yeah i would yeah yeah no but i'm saying th funny wouldn't be me getting involved in fucking these guys in any way however funny would be where it's like i was just their guy like they were like can you hand me the lube out of the bathroom and i'd like go fucking be like a ball boy for them <laughs> i would do that because i would find this. that to be funny let me ask you this if the devil appeared to you in that situation so mm -hmm. jay i pr i swear to you Eternal life. You you jump in on this and you tell this story on stage. It is it is going to be what like cements you into the annals of comedy history. Would you do it then? What do I have to do? Get it up the ass? <laughs> I don't know. I would. I still wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't be able to. I get catapulted to fame and fortune. You're saying? Fuck fame. Just, fortune. You said. Well, you said you'd make out with Lewis for a laugh, right? Did, yeah. You said you wouldn't have made out with me. In front of Dan Dunn's audience, because they, they wouldn't have gotten a laugh. Correct. My question to you is: Is you're in Lou's situation? Mm -hmm. Something somehow mystically, you realize if I were to join in in this in any way, maybe I just make out with them while they fuck each other, and because I do that, I know I will get laughter mile mileage out of this, like like I've never gotten it out of anything before. Would you do it then? I don't know. Is this weird? <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> is this weird? I don't know why. <laughs> Before I kissed naked guys in a, in a sensual situation, 
I think I'd be more. It would be more funny to me for like to line his boner up to a guy's butthole and move my hand. Uh, uh, I don't that, know why that seems easy. less gay to me. That's easy because that's just tools. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not bad. Like I, I agree with you. Yeah. I would have no problem grabbing a dude's hard dick. And aiming it at a guy's butthole. Not at all. And then move your hand when he the pumps. Ki- a, a sensual kiss? Forget it. Dude. Yeah, that's it's... where I'm like, I'm like, it's too real, then. <laughs> I have to kiss back? Yeah, no, I couldn't do it, man. Yeah, that's the one that's... Well, yeah. So I'd be a good whore. Like, be a good gay whore, because, like, no kissing. I'm not giving you the fucking boyfriend experience. <laughs> what are we doing right. here? Yeah, I'm just in here to, like, you know, fucking laugh, have some giggles. This all said... Mm-hmm. If I was with a hot uh, trans woman, mm-hmm. I think I could suck her dick. Whoa! Yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, factors happening there. Changes. I lost my... Oh. You're looking up at oh. what you would consider to be like a softer face, right? Because you're attracted to them because they look like a woman. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying it's like a softer approach. There's tits. Probably be willing to do more with a trans person than I ever would with a dude. I hooked up with a trans person before. Yeah, I think you said that on the show. Yeah. Pre-op? I don't know if she... I just... She, like, jerked me off. I don't know if she had a dick or not. I didn't you tell, ask. You'd be able to tell by the way I, she jerked you off. <laughs> this is how I like it, soldier. <laughs> she was... Uh, but she. I, I didn't know until we were already, like, in it. Oh, really? Yeah. It didn't change your mind? No, I I was like into it. Did you bat around at all when she said, did you have to stop for a second and be like, all right, let me reassess what's happening here? No. You were in it too Yeah, late. I just, I, for some reason I knew like it was like I was getting this hand job and it was going to be fine and like, not fine, you know what I mean by fine, but like it's, I just, I don't know. For some reason there was no, I knew, I feel like she knew that I knew that I didn't know before it happened and like it was just like, it was all good. So at what point did you find out? I could just, t- it was when I was like, when we were making out, I could, t- I like, once I got really close to, I was like, I can tell like this, this is a chick with a dick. Lou. Or, or a chick that used to have a dick. And did least. you like ask her in the no, moment? No, 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 no. So it was just like this unspoken thing that you both. I could just tell, am I, you know, I, you could just, you can tell. Like, so I'm not always, but in this circumstance I could tell. What you did know? they used but to call? I I liked it. What did they used to call nine eleven site when it was just uh were they not craters? Is that what they call them? It's like two craters. Ground zero. No, but what are like they? You want to go down and see the fucking holes or whatever they called it? <laughs> like you like like he goes yeah I'll lick your trans crater <laughs> where your donker used to be. Wait, there there was people would go look at the holes of the buildings. You mean? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they call it. So I forget what I Ground don't know why. Zero. No, I know the term Ground Zero. I know that it, for whatever reason, like the, the divots the that were the found. Yeah, whatever they were that was okay. sitting there, they used to call them like the craters or the whole thing. Maybe the craters. They used to call them man pussies. Oh yeah, the man pussies. <laughs> you want to go look at the World Trade? You want to look at those pussies? fucking man-made pusses <laughs> where the buildings used to be? <laughs> Lou, change a game here. Let's say Chris and Bruce. Sure. Both had great tits. Everything else the same. Do you stay a little longer? I do stay a little longer. Yeah, you want to see those titties. Just out of curiosity. Sure. Now, one's post-op. Not Big Chris. We're not going to give up that big, fat, huge hog. Let's say little Bruce has a fucking mussy. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do? 
Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see it. I'd like Try to see it, it first. You want to yeah. see if you fit? Let's just see what it looks like first, and we'll go from there. You want to see if that fucking square peg fits in that round hole? If we have drinks, if someone gets me a goddamn drink, a lot of things might happen. You're so right. <laughs> Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get to I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even if you're an expert. If But if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with prize picks right now. America's number one fantasy <laughs> sports app. gamble on it. <laughs> and Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats yeah. of two to six players. It's great. A more or less, that's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking he's going to get more or less than that more, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love, with the NBA, NHL, college basketball entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketballs are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah. yeah so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B O N. F-I-R-E for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. 
If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babel so far. I learned one. Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. <laughs> we should have a trans dating game for Lou. They were so excited, man. Yeah. They were so excited. They were like, we, f- we met this guy that looks like Eddie Furlong after he went to shit. We're going to bring him home and fuck his little Terminator mouth. Bring <laughs> his little dirty Terminator mouth. <laughs> Are you John Connor? You- <laughs> Can we have a trans dating game for DJ Lou? We have to have trans listeners. I know they've yelled at me and some like me. Can we make one of them a real woman, um, a, a God-born woman? Yes, but she's going to be a brutish fucking dyke of a lady. I mean, a real I, softball champion. It's you know an what I'm interesting saying? predicament, isn't it? Yeah, it's an interesting predicament. Like, like, uh, do you go with a hot trans, or do you go with uh, a blah chick? Hot trans. No, I'm, I, I know your choice. I'm saying like that's the oh. t- test for Lou. Well, we used to do on Opie and Anthony. We would talk about Buck Angel and and um, Bailey J. Because mm-hmm. Buck Angel used to was a, was born a woman that tr- now she's a man. Um, but still a pussy, but as a pussy, and Bailey J is the exact opposite. And it was always the question of would you would you have as a straight male would you have sex with Buck Angel's vagina or Bailey would J. you suck Bailey J's dick? I Bailey J hundred percent every Bailey time. J. I would do. I would knock around Bailey J's dick. Because Buck, that's a dude. Like Buck is a dude. You yeah. know. Like and it's I I couldn't I wouldn't be able to. He there's a great documentary about him that's really Buck Angel. Yeah, it's really he's really like got a, like a good spirit. He's very positive. Like it was just an interesting. Yeah, I used to, I've seen him interviewed on things before. He's like a. Good interview for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Bailey. I mean Bailey. Oh my God. So there's she's starting. To look, she's starting to look like the fucking nun from Sister Act Two, though. <laughs> starting to get a little bit of a Najimi face about her. <laughs> oh Bailey, you know I love you. But when I saw her, when I saw her like ten years ago, I mean she was. I'll tell you what, I felt Bailey J is one that I completely. Uh, you know what do you say quote unquote fell for like the like when i went oh yeah she was on uh i did warm up for neil brennan's show i forget what it was called uh it was on ifc or something a game show of some sort it wasn't called like the index quadrant or something it had a really the weird index something it was it's taken from a magazine that does this yeah. the index quotient or something like that yeah but uh, i did warm up for that and she was on the show one time and when i got there and went into the dressing room i just saw her 
sitting there like that, and I was just like, God damn, who the fuck is this chick? And then she walked around. The whole thing was like sexy. And then they were like, Bailey J. I'm like, oh, I've been really fawning over a dude for the. Yeah, she's. I did. Last uh, hour and I, met, half. I first met Bailey on Bobby Kelly's podcast, and we became friends. I'm friends with her and her husband, and um, st- still to this day. But she's uh, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. Very stunning. Husband doesn't consider himself gay, right? I never asked him. I never asked him if is he, he an effeminate guy. N- no, not really. No, 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 not not really. Um, he's not like a big. You know, he's not like Buck Angel. He's not like a big, rough and tumble guy. But I, like, he's you know, he, I wouldn't call him effeminate. My dad and step pop would have jokes. Don't know if either of them would care uh-huh. if uh, if I had a a chick with a dick. I don't uh-huh. know if they would give a shit so much, but they would definitely like talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think they care, right. but I think they definitely talk. I, I look. I think a lot of people from that generation would. It's a different, you know, as you said, it's a different time. Yeah, but I'm closer probably to even that where I'm definitely like, it's like, oh, man, you're doing a pretty wacky thing. I don't know if I said I don't think I not that I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying like I'm more I don't think in the world today, dude, rappers aren't afraid to come out and say they're bisexual and shit. Different world. Oh, my God. Entirely different. It's a different world as far as that, which is good. That's positive for sure. Very positive. But entirely. Dude, that was the funniest man. I forget was the BET Awards when. uh. What's his name? Little Nas X came out and did a performance where like his dick almost fell out even, I think, on one thing. <laughs> and it was just a super gay performance. And it's like the face, they, they caught one distant shot of Little Wayne, but I'll tell you who they didn't show during all that. Method Man. And all, these, all the old school guys, they didn't show because they were all going to be like, uh-huh. yay, brave. But I mean, all the new rappers are like, fuck yeah, dude. I suck little Nas X's dick. Yeah. It's a very, very different uh, world. I mean, that was like... I think they used to not blur the word uh, of all the curses they would take out. Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't take faggot out of rap. No. <laughs> that used to fly on the radio sometimes. Uh, uh, I think there's a player's anthem. Players, grab your dicks mm-hmm. if you love it, right? I think it's a... Uh, there's a line there where he says something like faggot. So, like, it'd be pretty harsh. Right. And I think that always made it in the clean thing. No, it's still it's still. Subs- is it, is it, isn't like a faggot X up or something X up makes the faggot hard to find something like that. What's interesting is I saw um, uh, Big Daddy Kane at Barclay Center a couple weeks back, and I saw that that I saw in person, and then I watched the Nas, <coughs> excuse me, the Nas Illmatic footage, like when he was just doing the performances. And both of them took the word out of songs, like in key moments, and replaced it with a different lyric. Really? And when I saw Ice Cube, we, we, we were together. When we saw Ice Cube do new, No Vaseline at uh, Clusterfest, he didn't say it. That that song, he said it a lot in the original yeah, recording. Yeah. He didn't say it at all. So I think it's he cool. He left in all the white man shit. Yeah, he left <laughs> <laughs> Dancing for the white man. <laughs> Fuck you, white man. <laughs> Cluster Fest. <laughs> was Fuck that what you it was you acting, right? like a, you acting like a bunch of ladies. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that fest was called, right? Cluster Fest? Cluster Fest. Yeah. Cluster That's where I first saw little uh, Dickie for the first time. You saw him again since then? No, I just, like, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you and Evans brought me to see him. And, yeah, uh, he's fun. Yeah, I, I like that a weird show spot, little Dickie, I feel like. His TV show is good. Hmm? Uh, it's funny. I didn't watch season two yet, actually, but... Uh, season two is great. Yeah, it was. I heard it was really it was funny. 
Yeah, and it's more like cinematic. The storytelling's good. Like it's really draws you in. Yeah, it's a good show, and he's great. But uh, what a weird spot to be in, dude, because he's so good at rap. Yeah, I know. But it's a hundred percent lyric, comedic, heavy. So like the live performance. That's why I said we had Steel Panther at Skankfest. Oh no, which shit. was awesome. That's pretty cool. And they played a set, and it's like I felt myself running around. And everyone loved it, but I mean, I felt myself running around at the end to be like, "Yeah, you guys." That song he did right there is this lyric is so fun. It's all cute. It's all comedy. Right, right. So like in a concert setting, you can't articulate words that much. You have to know words to know what anyone's saying. Yeah, it's. I mean, look, little Dicky. So that's like little Dicky's thing. It's like it's thumping over the bass. You can't really hear how funny the songs are. When he did that, um, uh, the the uh, one hundred six in Park thing though, that wasn't that funny. That was like kind of. No, that's more of him just doing his thing. But the, if you listen to the lyrics, they are funny. They're ridiculous. They are. I, I feel like he could skirt the line a little. Rap in general is either it tends to be violent or funny. He could skirt <laughs> really the line. Like, I think the comedic stuff he does is good for the like YouTube, like the things where he's debating things with himself or whatever. But I think like with like regular songs, he can absolutely skirt that like sort of slim shady line of like. Oh, it's like the humor. The lyrics are humorous, but but Jesus Christ! But like, he's got to do skill it. Skill set is. Like, but then he's wow. got. But then he has to like be that. He's well, still, that's he still he still too. has a foot in the in the world of comedy. That's the problem too. Is like he's, you know, I don't know. I would love it if a guy that looked like him just rapped. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'd be amazing. you know, like it, it's like. What is another guy? Who's that guy? It's funny. I I tried to shit on him about this guy one time. I should have known. Jack Marlowe, is that his name? Is a rapper? Jack Marlowe is a white rapper? It sounds familiar. But he's like, uh, he did something on SNL, and I texted Pete Davidson. I was like, go that Jack Marlowe guy, huh? Yeesh. <laughs> and he was like, dude, he's fucking awesome. He rules. And I was like, yeah, I was just saying, wow. <laughs> I love Harlow. Pete. Harlow? Harlow. I love Pete, but Pete thinks Machine Gun Kelly is good, too. Thinks he's good. He's his best buddy. <laughs> Say what you will. I think it got him up in fucking Kardashian's butthole. <laughs> but, dude, by the way, can we all just tip our hats? I was thinking about this recently. Can we all just tip our hats to Keith Murray being, as far as I know, the first rapper that was just like, I'm just going to use my name. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going to have a weird nickname or anything. I'm just going to be my real government name is going to be my rap name. Is Eric Sermon not his name? Yeah, but Eric Sermon at the beginning was E-double. You're right. You know, and, and like, you know, they would say their names, but they still had their hooks. Keith yeah. Murray was the first time I ever saw it came out. It was just like, no, it's just Keith Murray. All the I remember <laughs> seeing was, it. My name is uh, Robin Bogdanovich. <laughs> I was adopted as a baby. <laughs> I remember you can call see, me L Dub now. When he did the, uh, I think the first thing he was ever on was Eric Sermon's first solo album, and I remember turning it over and saying it said featuring Keith Murray on a song, and I was like, this guy's just going by like his actual name. Sounds like a Jewish guy too. Wild, yeah. So Keith Murray, <laughs> hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you bring bagels to the studio? But everybody does it now. Like you're, you're saying, Jack Harlow. Um, yeah. No, people want their, people want their name to be famous too. now. There's still a lot of rappers though going by. Craig Mack. Was oh, yeah, name? Craig Mack. Well, I, I, his no. name's not Craig Mack. It's not Craig Mack? There's no way it's Mack. M-A-C-K? No. No. Oh, shit. No, no that was like, you, you. a lot of guys use Mack as a as a surname two back bur- Two buried documentaries now I can never find is One Clown Short of uh, Fame or something like that. It was the anti-Slipknot from all the other Iowa bands. 
I want to see. <laughs> and uh, who did you say? Uh, Craig Mack. Craig Mack is the one about when he, right before he died, he went fucking like super religious, cult religious. Yeah, I know. He was living... He was living on in one of those places that was like in the in the sacrament that that shitty. Yeah, yeah, no, he went, he went to a place like that where. Uh, yeah. But the guy, like the leader of that, who he was like preaching the word of, Craig Mack, was just when they show those footage of him in his church, he just like grabs girls' tits and stuff like in front of everybody. Like he's that kind of weird leader. You know what I mean? He's like, wow. thank you for coming, sweetheart. Just, like I mean, cup her tit and like in her ass and like send her on dude, her way. Speaking of all this, I walk out. I'm at the bar today. We got a bunch of contractors in there right now doing different stuff to get us ready. Sandwich shop? Yeah. I walk outside. <laughs> Go on the sandwich shop first. <laughs> sandwich shop bar. I walk outside to talk to my um, the, the GM we hired about something, and one of the contractors is talking to her, and I literally walk into the conversation, and I hear him going, because that's the thing. Christianity saves. Oh, God. We're all open to demonic possession now. And I was like, what the f- Fuck, dude. Go fix the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Well, we're I all swear born to God, with that the inherent evil. <laughs> I believe in demons, too. Do you think this grate will work on this vent? Is that going to be okay? Oh, yeah, that'll be fine. That's what the Lord, that's what the Lord wishes, right? If that's what the Lord would like, then that's what the Lord's going to get. Yeah, anyway. Um... I like to talk about, and this is going to be our What's Fresh segment right here. Let's make this our What's Fresh segment right now, everybody, because I'll tell you what. Yeah. The irony of this is this isn't fresh at all. This is a a beaten topic all week, but we never jumped on it on the bonfire, and I just, anyone at home listening, I know I talk about this on Skanks, but it's worth hearing Jacob react to this story, at least the video. Uh, But this is our What's Fresh segment brought to you by Wendy's. Right now at Wendy's, you can try their brand new fries. For, for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Black Lou's got me drinking black people beers. <laughs> These couldn't be whiter beers, actually. I know. <laughs> Jesus. A fucking super uh, alcoholic IPA. They're brand new fries. Try them out for yourself. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy, or they'll replace them. How much does like Wendy's rule, dude? Wait, what are the new fries? I might get Wendy's tonight delivered for dinner, like you a little should. piggy. You should. I haven't really eaten today. Dude, Wendy's rocks. It rips. It rocks. They've been sponsoring us now for, I think, almost since we've been back on uh, Faction Talk. I got to tell you. I might go go double with bacon. Heard the Frosty Chino is unbelievable if you like cappuccino, where they put Frosty as the creamer of their coffee now. Holy shit. They have breakfast with buttery. Yeah, their breakfast is solid. Not only is their breakfast solid. They make a guarantee. They're making wild guarantees, Wendy's, and I appreciate uh-huh. that. Fre- right. Fresh, hot, crispy fries, or they'll replace them. I mean, you can reach right into the bag and be like, oh, nope, please replace them. And they will, uh, if you want to be that Karen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, <clears throat> the breakfast biscuit, the biscuit, right? The breakfast biscuit guarantees not to be like crumbly. The reason I never get a biscuit on anything, in a yeah. car especially for breakfast, right, here it's going to be all over the car. They say theirs won't. They say theirs stays together. Flaky. Not Flaky, crumbly. but not crumbly. It's a bold. There's only one way to find out. Order. Now, Wendy's, I don't think it's what you had in mind when you said the What's Fresh segment, but there's a girl from a band called Brass Against who pissed on a guy's face this week. <laughs> if anybody could have used a Frosty and some fries, it's this guy. <laughs> um, this was news all over the place. 
Uh, I know people were complaining we didn't talk about it, but everyone was talking about it. We did it on Legion of Skanks. But, Jacob, have you seen this video yet? I don't know. No. Okay, so there's a band called Brass Against, a horrible idea that is completely led by a hot woman who said, why don't we cover songs with a brass like section and I'll scream the it's lyrics. It's all Rage Against the Machine covers. It's a couple different bands. Oh. It's just metal. It's so what so brass against isn't a play on rage against or it is it is okay but they they but they umbrella out a bit it's like war pigs I heard they did on this thing and whatever okay but it's a bunch of fucking brass instrument playing dorks headed up by this smoking hot chick and uh, they're gonna do whatever she wants and in the middle of what I can only guess is their drab droll boring renditions of music you love as place, heard through a tuba place is packed by the way look at this look it's a festival. Oh, it is? Welcome to Rockville Festival. Yeah, they went on right before Tool. Everyone's there for Tool. Well, still, that's a pretty a... choice spot, no? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're opening for Tool, yeah. No, no, no. They had a, a great spot. Listen, I'm sure if you go see it's fun, whatever it is. No, no, I'm not I'm not arguing that. I'm just, I'm like, wow. They're, they, no, their audience. It sounds like a bad idea to me, too. It's not, it is, but like, it's novelty. That's what it right. is. It's novelty. I always felt that way about when Nashville Pussy would open for a band that I went to go see. They're novelty. I always wanted Nashville Pussy to be good, and it was just boring. But live, they're fun. I'm sure they are. No, but the music sucks. Yeah, I always wanted it to be like, you know, like there's bands out there that, that fit in the of the ilk that I wanted. Like Super Suckers is a great example. Super Suckers is a great band. I always wanted Nashville Pussy to sound like Super Suckers. Yeah. And it never did. It just always sounded too cheeky to me. It's just ridiculous. It was all about and the girls would dyke out on stage, which was great. Yeah, that's great. But it's like those guys that Buck Cherry and you know, like it's just too like Buck Cherry was a little more mainstream Nashville Pussy. They just their name was never going to get them over, and they just committed to it. I appreciate that. Very sure. legion skanks. Mm -hmm. um, but this girl, this hot chick who's dating a Peloton instructor, who everyone seems to know. I want to see a picture of her when, when after. Please. So so what is it? Sophia Uterus. No, Eurista. Right. Um, a female Peloton instructor or a dude Peloton? A female, Jacob. It's 2021, dude. You're going to have to wake up and know that women <laughs> are with women I'm happy with now. either one. Listen, Come on, man. DJ Lou is getting dicked down by fucking uh, Lil Bruce and Big Chris. <laughs> and uh, women are dating women now, dude. You're yeah. going to have to get over that, Florida. Yeah, it's true. You're down there listening to too much of that fucking... Nah, what was the Florida racist guy's name? I forget. <laughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter? Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> there it is. Um, yes. No, it wasn't. That's, a, that's the racist from Hawaii. Oh, she is very pretty. No, she's hot. She's like classically pretty. And her her instructor, uh, Peloton instructor girlfriend. No, she's hot, dude. They go down. There's pictures of her in like bikinis and shit. You can get what you're getting. You see what's up. But she's a very regular fucking chick. Do you know what I mean? Like a normal yeah. chick. It's like, this isn't like a, it's not like a, remember Wendy O. Williams? Yeah. At all? Like her thing was like, yeah, I'm like a scuzz, sleaze. Yeah, Here's I know my tit, my pussy might fall out. I'm kind of gross, but with a great body. This yeah. chick's just about being pretty. Yeah, no, she's, she looks like, a, like she, she would read like, uh, you know, wine enthusiast and stuff like that. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, big, great fake titties. And then she... Just as she says on stage. Now, Lou, you have a little more information on this because you uh, you were listening with Jim and Sam. Yeah, Jim and Sam. Uh, they said that she came Sam. out before this song, before the P song, and said, does anybody in the audience want to get pissed on? It's a fantasy of mine. And she said she had to go really bad or whatever, right? Yeah, Because yeah. she takes, and Joe, you've seen this? Yeah. 
she takes a real piss on this <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah. This isn't like a let me see if I can fire out a couple of things. This is one like in the middle of it, you go. Yeah, yeah. She hangs a piss. She hangs a piss in the sky. I don't understand the hubbub. And I'll tell you again, where I really find myself, and it might be ages, differing from opinion. I'm with Howard Stern on a lot of things. A lot of things I just go with. And there's some where I just go, oh, he's disconnected from this. Or maybe it's not even him. Right. I'm just different than Howard Stern in, in my thought process in this. He was appalled by this. He's a guy that, which always strikes me because he was such a... You know, like, let's. Why can't we show pussy? And why can't we do this? Farts. Stuff? He loves farts and shit. Loves all that stuff. And uh, but he gets. He's a germaphobe. So maybe it's that is the thing because he gets like when squirting but, happened in his studio, he like wigged out like way too much but and he stuff. Used to like, have, he used to have guys come on that were into puke and like chicks would puke yes, on him and did. stuff. But like, he would always acknowledge yeah. it was gross. But this, he's like, he sounded a little like. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong. You heard it right. Yeah. He sounded like a little like. Come on, it seemed like a little bit of an older guy, which I get, he is, going like, come on, what is this right here? Where it's like a 30-year-old Howard Stern may have been a little more like, what a cool wild chick. Yeah, yeah. I, I subscribed to cool wild chick on this. I, I mean, look, God bless, I don't give a shit. The guy didn't care, she didn't care, what's the problem? I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. And I am all about, like, I don't want to be gross or smell bad or have fucking shit, you know what I mean? I'm like, if I puke, I go home. I don't know if I, I probably would have taken a little, uh, bought a couple water bottles from the old uh, right. concession stand and maybe like hosed off my hair and face. Her, piss, am- her yeah. piss on my shirt would have just been there the rest of the night and I just would have fucking dealt with it, dude. I bet you this guy didn't even hose off his face. I mean, this guy wants this chick to it's piss It's very on possible. But I'm just saying I don't think I wouldn't have done that mm-hmm. except for I would have probably, I don't know what he did afterwards, but I would have hosed myself off to some degree on my face. But I would have lived with her piss on my shirt. Much more, I would have been more upset, and I mean this, if I had a big ketchup stain on my shirt the rest of the night. (laughs) Yes, because it doesn't dry clear. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.